Okay, if you are still listening to the show, stop now because we're going to talk about Spoiler. the episode nine trailer Woo! right now. Heck yeah, we are. Holy Let's crap, go, dude! Man. Okay, amazing. All right, I will go. I will go second. I will let anyone else go before me because I have a plenty to say about this. I believe it. There. Uh, all right, so. There was one thing that stuck out to me more than anything. One, I'm trying to figure out how it works. Two, oh my god. Um, the part where Ray she she's standing there on on this <laughs> planet, and I the first time I watched, I, I couldn't tell what it was. Um, but upon rewatching it. It is very clearly the Death Star. It is the remnants yeah. of the Death Star. It's the fucking shield or the uh, the, yes. the circle that shoots the planet. Oh yes, half of it or like one third of it. Oh my god! Um, so you see that you see her looking at the Death Star like she's about to go on some mission, and then the trailer closes out and. The last. This is the most important thing of the whole fucking show. You know. You know what that laugh is. And oh my god. I'm excited. (laughs) I cannot wait to see Palpatine with modern modern day graphics. Okay, because here's the thing, right? The closest we've got to see him fight is in in I know you wanted to go second, so I'll make a brief. But the closest we've seen having them fight no, it's fine, it's fine. is in the prequels when he's like, I am the Senate. And then he has like an admittedly sort of bad fight scene, right? So I can't wait to see Palpatine in all his old glory just, you know, like, let's see some real lightning. Like, I can't, I cannot wait. Let me, let me clue you guys into something that happened during the Star Wars Episode Nine panel that is not clear from the trailer you watch on YouTube. Okay. Every single character, main character from episode nine was on the stage, okay. did an hour long interview, and then they introduced the teaser trailer. They all left the stage. The teaser trailer played. The teaser ta- trailer ended. The lights came on on the stage. Ian McDermott was standing on the stage. Woo! And he said, hey, he said whatever he said. And then he's like, we're going to watch the trailer again. But, you know, Ian McDermott played Palpatine. So there is no doubt in anyone's mind that Palpatine is in episode nine. He did the Palpatine voice on That is. Yes. Yeah, yes, he did. And it was freaking awesome. Hell yeah. I cannot. Like, you could watch that whole trailer. And the only thing that matters is nothing on the screen. A laugh, and then just a laugh. No matter, and Palpatine is involved. No matter how you feel about the sequel, here's how I feel. Okay, I mean, maybe other people feel differently. But no matter how you feel about the sequels, you have to be excited to see Palpatine again. Like potentially, yeah. in my opinion, the coolest character in Star Wars. Right? Dominated politically, dominated force-wise, dominated in lightsaber duels. The guy is literally the OG, and I, I can't wait to see it. So, uh, have you read the Darth Plagueis book? No. 
If you're a Palpatine fan, you absolutely must read it. It is fantastic. Um, I know the story, but I haven't read the book. It, it is really... Hey, uh, sorry to plug, but if you go to audibletrial.com slash shattered order, you can get a free audiobook on Audible. A Darth Plagueis book is one of the I options. I I listen to it. It is absolutely fantastic. So it does. It talks a lot about him you know, under his master and just kind of how he goes and becomes, you know, the Palpatine that we know. And the, uh, I really like a lot of these, um, you know, these other star Wars books because they do, there's a lot of references to, you know, Palpatine and, you know, uh, some of the stuff that he left, at, you know, after his death, um, like in one, there was, you know, the temple that there was a lot of technology and force stuff there that he left intentionally that was guarded. And a lot of this stuff is really interesting. And the fact that they're bringing Palpatine back, I think is very interesting as far as he clearly learned something from Plagueis. He, he figured you know, he talks to Anakin in, uh, I believe it's Revenge of the Sith, Episode 3, you know, uh, right before Anakin turns about the ability to save the ones you love and live forever and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, he dies on the Death Star. So if he figured out a way to survive that and his soul or whatever is still there, that in combination with the name of the new movie... Was that the rise of Skywalker? I mean, yeah. what the hell does that mean? So here's my theory. Okay. All right. I have two theories, one of which is way more tinfoil hat than the other. So I'm going to give you the more reasonable one, which is I believe <laughs> in the comics that are canon. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that Palpatine made a clone of himself, did he not? And if he did, would it not make sense that he would have a clone of himself? within the same Death Star. And if he did have that, would it not make sense that he would use that clone, if they're re-explaining past history, he would use that clone for when the confrontation between Vader and Luke happens? Because my theory is this, that Palpatine has shown he's not an idiot. He's orchestrated everything, and he knows every event that's going to happen. And I believe that's been shown in every way possible. So what if this clone he used was actually the one that got thrown by Vader. That's an interesting theory. That is very explain interesting. Explain how he's alive. But that's just my... That is my, true. You know. I, I don't... I, I just, you know, from the original trilogy, I get... I really get the impression that it was a miscalculation. Um, and, you know, that is something that is kind of talked about, you know, what you mentioned... Um, and you know, some of the other lore for star Wars, but it kind of seems like it was more of a miscalculation on what would happen. And, uh, I, you know, it's after return of the Jedi, after, you know, Vader dies, you see a force ghost of Anakin. This is in, you know, this is in the remastered version so um, I I don't believe it was in the original version, but you know it, it was something that was adopted in Star Wars. So 
if that's the case, his force ghost could certainly be somewhere. And, you know, where else would it be besides the Death Star? I mean, that's the most mm-hmm. logical that's the most logical choice. I mean, if if there are other Sith out there, if there are other, you know, loyalties to the dark side, that would be the logical place to go to go find a Force ghost oh, of I Emperor see. Palpatine. So your argument is Palpatine is not alive in the flesh. Yes. He did not survive the fall. He is, in fact, a spirit of such, very similar to the Darth Bane that we've seen. In yes. The, you know, Clone Wars. From what I understand, yes. Hmm. It's an interesting theory. I like that one. Okay, I'm back. All right. You know what the great part about wireless headphones is? I can hear everything even while I go to the bathroom. So I'm try- I'm sitting here like, I want to say this. There's no microphone in my bathroom. <laughs> All right. In the trailer, you see the Death Star. Yes. You see part of the Death Star there. The biggest thing with Force Ghosts is uh Kaigon taught uh Kenobi how to do this. Mm-hmm. Kenobi taught other people how to do that. that's how they became it. But if you didn't know that the thing was you had to be attached to something to be uh to be ghosted there. So like some kind of piece of something uh. is where you would find the ghost mm-hmm. of something. They're at the Death Star, the Death Star, which is where Palpatine died. Yeah. If they go in there, I have a feeling that we'll see Palpatine somehow as a ghost through that Death Star. And you went, you hinted at this wink already, but that that the Death Star part is where they encounter Palpatine. Now, why do they go find Palpatine? Why do they need to talk to Palpatine? I have no freaking clue, but uh, I do think that that is the key to Palpatine being in that movie is that that Death Star scene in the trailer and he's that he's somehow attached to that. Like most, like all theories on ghosts and even the real world is they attach to things and that's where you find them. I think that's where you find the Palpatine. One thing. question or sorry, were you going to go wink? Go ahead. No, go ahead. Okay. Uh, one thing I was going to wonder is, okay, Palpatine died with the secret of like eternal life, right? So what yes. if their idea is, they're going back to try to bring Luke back. You know what I mean? Because we hear Luke say, you're never truly gone. And then they're going to find Palpatine to try to find out that secret. Because the thing I can't get is, why are they going to the Death Star? That's why, I, that's why I don't understand. You know, and what could possibly be of the Death Star wreck? I don't know. So they need, they probably are trying to find him if there is, in fact, a ghost spirit. I don't know. I, I think this is pretty easy to answer as far as why Ray would be going there. She would okay. be going there because Kylo would be there. Why would Kylo be there? Okay. Vader. Yeah. He's obsessed okay. with Vader. Absolutely really obsessed. So, uh, I mean, it would stand to reason that Kylo would want to go to the place where Vader died. So, um, you know, sure. we can't we see a scene where it looks like Kylo is chasing her in a TIE Interceptor on one of the planets. It could be the planet that um, the Death Star was on. We're not sure. We'll see. But um, it would logically make sense for Kylo to go there to try to find Vader. And if Rey is trying to do do whatever she's trying to do, uh, whether it's battle Kylo, turn him to the light, whatever it is, that would be a place to go find him. And that would be a place that 
Kylo would probably find, you know, even more confusion and everything, you know, that he's already kind of forced himself into the dark side. Yes. You know, he he killed his father. He's going towards the dark side. Why not go to Vader and Palpatine to complete that transition? Really good point. Here's another thing to this. If that is truly the Death Star... Or remnants of the Death Star. This has to be a planet we know, right? It has to be the planet above where the Death Star blew up. Not, not, not necessarily. Which is either Endor or well, Endor is the which moon. is either Endor. It's okay, so it might be the planet that Endor yes. moons, or it might be the one from the original movie from A New Hope where it was blown up. Which I don't know the name of that planet, but. It just seems like it has to be in a area. It's not the outer rim. You can rule that out. You know, this has to be somewhere known in the universe where this Death Star fell, especially if Palpatine's on it. You know, it has to be a planet near in in the galaxy that we already know in the universe. It's a desert planet, and Korriban's a desert planet, but it wouldn't, you know, it's a Sith, kind of a Sith area. But I, I w- it wouldn't make any sense how Death Star could just suddenly appear there. That's the, the- thing I don't get. So episode nine could be almost be a reverse of episode seven and eight, where so seven and eight, they're looking for Luke Skywalker. Ray is looking for Luke Skywalker, whereas episode nine could be a turn to Kylo Ren, you know, searching out Vader. That mm-hmm. would kind of make sense with what this trilogy has been about as far as finding the old in a way. Let me switch it up on okay. you guys. Okay. The name of the movie is The Rise yes, of Skywalker. Very interesting. Why we we already know, and they've already said Ray is not connected to the Skywalkers. There's one person we know yes. that is connected to the yeah. Skywalkers, uh-huh. and that is Kylo. Yes. Yeah. Now, in the trailer, you see Kylo fighting some guy in a random. He looked like he was fully decked out. This is what I'm going to put this out there. It looked like he was fighting a Knight of Ren. And he was, it looked like he was fighting a Knight of Ren, and he was still commanding stormtroopers, first order stormtroopers, because you could see them in the background of that scene. It was really quick, but you see him throw this dude on the ground, and in the background, you see a stormtrooper moving forward. So I'm kind of curious, you know, what with that name, who's the Skywalker that rises? Because there's only one Skywalker left, right? Well, I mean, I guess yeah. I, I guess there's Leia. I mean, Leia's still there, but I mean, they couldn't film anything with uh, Carrie for the movie. So if she is really the Skywalker that rises, that an would maybe be a big homage to her and a very expensive CG movie to make her the Skywalker that rises. But to me, it means. To me, I think of a Vader-like turn, just like the original trilogy, where the main bad guy in the last movie turns to the light side. Yeah. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know if that's too obvious, but... That's that kind of been the go-to theory that eventually, what, Ray and Kylo swap, right? Ray gets turned to the dark side by Palpatine, Snoke, whatever, and then Kylo kind of fills the role that Ray was meant to be. I I don't think that'll happen. Uh, I hate God. I hate to go down this road, but um, 
politically right now, turning Ray into a bad person would make zero sense. It would be an awful decision that they absolutely would not make. So if there is that, it wouldn't be against Ray. It would be against I will say this. Else. I know my two daughters would be very upset. And with that, that's change. the other thing. Yes. She's the Disney princess. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she is. It, it kind of, and it's funny because it kind of makes, it kind of makes it predictable in that way, unless they do it, which would be the total swerve to everything. And here's the thing. I, my favorite television show ever is lost. I liked Fringe. I liked Alcatraz. There are so many. There are so many J.J. Abrams TV shows and movies, like all the Cloverfields. J.J. Abrams is one of my favorite. A hundred. He's probably my favorite director ever. And that is because you never know what he's going to do. Because he makes it up as he goes. Star Trek reboot. He did Force Awakens. He did all of those TV shows. Even Alias was good. Back in the day, like J.J. Abrams is amazing to me, and I don't think he's afraid to do anything crazy like that. So I'm really looking forward to th- when when Ryan Adams or Ryan Anders Johnson Ryan name? Johnson Ryan Johnson was taken off of this one, and they add, re-added J.J. Abrams. I was freaking 100%. stoked because I'm like, okay, he can he can fix everything that Episode Eight screwed up. Yep. Like it might be hard, but he will do it. And if he did that with Ray, I wouldn't be even be surprised just because he doesn't care what the portray what the uh what people will think as far as like outside of the movie realm is. He just wants to make good movies. And so I don't even know what to expect from this movie. And I'm just glad that JJ Abrams is doing I a hundred percent because agree. The Force Awakens was amazing. It was amazing. So, um, so I don't know. It's it's. Here's a question: How many? When when? Okay, we'll not talk about clothes at this juncture. But Lando in the trailer driving the Millennium Falcon and fucking laughing like that. Did that not any get anyone freaking Love excited? It. But what are the odds Lando don't make it through this movie? Yeah, <laughs> pretty high, probably. <laughs> Pretty high, you know, his best buddy. People that fly the Millennium Falcon as the main pilot in the new prequel or new sequel don't really do so well. Life expectancy. (laughs) What about this? But what if the Falcon doesn't make it? Oh, come on. Why you got to do that? I'd be totally. I would love, I would literally love to see that thing exploded in the last movie of the series. You're killing me. As much as I would well, I hate think it, of, it okay. would be. This is a just. This is a terrible, uh, terrible um, comparison. But in Star Trek, ev- the the uh, Enterprise blows up every movie. So okay, yeah. can we at least get the all Millennium right. Falcon to blow up in the last movie? As long as the Slave One comes out of nowhere, just in the middle of a First Order fight and just blows <laughs> it out. Yeah, in that case, I'm good. Yeah. Oh, if the slave one destroyed the Millennium Falcon, yeah. that would be amazing. Like, uh, but I don't know who to be flying. All right, 
IG88 because he doesn't age. He's a droid. <laughs> so there is a comment in chat that I want to touch on because it is kind of interesting. It's something that, uh, you know, has been in a lot of the, you know, um, other Star Wars stories that has at least been touched and such. Um, and that is what if Ray is like a reincarnation of Anakin in that the person who um, was either maybe conceived by midichlorians, which as we know, Anakin kind of was from the prequels that there is always that one person who's kind of there to balance things. Um, I could totally see that as being an option given what the prequels brought into star Wars. I think it's a cool option. It's probably viable. I think the reason I'm going to, how to put it, the reason that I don't think this is, I'm like losing my train. I'm getting tired here. We're going on three hours. So someone take over. I'm actually just like completely losing my train of thought here. <laughs> Getting tired, man. <laughs> yeah. All right. What were we so reincarnation, right? Yes. Um, reincarnation. Right? Someone. Okay. So oh, I remember. Oh, sorry. Okay. I got it. It's back. It, the thoughts. All right. He's back. Okay. He's so back. the reason that I, I don't think that's probably possible is. Before, in the prequels, they made a point of saying that maybe the prophecy was mistold. You know what I mean? Like, maybe the idea of someone who comes out of somewhere to bring balance to the Force isn't really true. And if he was made by Mondochlorians, maybe or Mondochlorians, maybe that was made by Plagueis, maybe, you know, or Palpatine. Maybe Anakin is not actually sentient of the Force. Mm -hmm. Because we know that, like, what, the faces of the Force, the will of the Force... Yep. are um are canon right i mean it was in clone wars yes. considered canon so the faces of the force are canon and unless it's their will to make that happen you know it, it, there's no reason that in canon that would happen but then again they could they're not really going too much with all of the canon so who knows but what's your reason i want to hear why you disagree um i totally <laughs> forgot what the point was i disagreed on uh, what was the? Sorry, we're both doing the. Uh... <laughs> we've we've reached that point. Yeah. I. I will say this: that once. Oh, watching. Sorry, the, the, it happened. Can I cut live you off? Was I remember? Um, oh, go ahead. All right, so you were talking about the, you know, the um, the, the whatever's the the thing being being misinterpreted by the Jedi. Well, if you think about Anakin was there to balance the force. That's exactly what he did. The Jedi just thought that balance the force meant give them more power. At that time, they were in full control. Anakin came in. He balanced the force. He took it down from a lot of Jedi to basically a couple Sith and a couple Jedi, and that was it. He did balance the force. But why has this never happened before would be my question. Balance of the Force is not a continual theme. The Force doesn't seem to be throwing these people out. In fact, we've seen outliers that are canon, like Nihilists, that don't really make any sense. You know what I mean? And before, there was tons and tons of Sith during the Sith Empire. 
And why weren't people balancing the force then? Why now? Like what's what's so different well, about on. these ages? How did the Jedi come to power? The force got balanced. And then one side took over. It's yeah, okay, you make a good point. Not necessarily a quick thing, but it is a transitional type thing. And I can see that argument. Yeah. At 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 what point are we at in Star Wars? It seems like right now. I think that may have been what they were trying to show in Episode Eight, when you have Kylo and Rey fighting for the lightsaber and it breaks. Like, there is this sort of yeah. balancing effect okay. in which, you know, there there isn't one side of the Force that is dominant at the moment. That's true, and that would be, it, that would be again, further confirmed within the canon of the faces, where there's many facets of the Force, and none of them really seem to be the leader. You know, I, I really like that scene, yeah. because for me, it, it spoke volumes. So, yeah, you yeah. make a good point. So... I got a question for you two about my... Okay, I walked out of the theater after watching The Last Jedi, and this was my initial thought of what was going to happen in Episode Nine and how the series was going to end. Okay. Okay. That stupid planet with the casino, I don't remember the name of anymore. (laughs) Don't remind me. Yes, so there were... the Canto Bright. uh, Rose gives the kid... Yes, Canto uh, Bright. The Rose gives the kid the resistance ring. And at the end of the movie, you see the kid pull the uh, broom to him with the force. Yeah. Right. My theory for episode nine, not knowing who was directing it or what direction the movie would go in, was that by the end of episode nine, Ray would be leading a school to teach the next Jedi of the galaxy to bring the Jedi back to a, not a force, but something that existed in the universe to continue to try to keep things balanced. Do you see in this movie by the end of it, Ray being someone that teaches is able to bring forth the next group of Jedi past the movie which which will never well I won't say we'll never see but it won't see in this nine episode series you think by the end of the episode she is going to be the next one to teach the Jedi principles because we already know she stole the Jedi text or stole that's a hard yes. word but she took the Jedi text yep. you saw the kid you know that they all these kids have this belief in the force and that there's something better out there they have the power. Do you think by the end of this movie we'll see something where to believe that the Jedi are going to come back? No. And the reasoning for that being is, or at least to answer it, it's simply no. But the reason I'm saying no is I don't believe Ray's going to be the one to do that. I think that that will happen, but I don't think it's going to be Ray. And the Kylo? reason being, I think, I think it's going to be Kylo. I think Kylo Ren turns. Um, against some unforeseen force that we don't know yet, Palpatine, whatever, whoever it is that is going to be the big bad guy of this movie. And Kylo Ren and Rey will team up. Rey then, like the politics, like Wink was saying earlier, Rey will be the shining star who saved the corrupted Kylo Ren and turned him back to the light side. Maybe Rey dies, maybe she's wounded, who knows? And then Kylo Ren completes the saga by resign or by speaking with force Luke 
saying everything, you know, they go through their spiel, they're okay again, and then he takes up the mantle that Luke had and rebuilds the Academy or what have you, and the knight, he turns the Knights of Ren into the Jedi of Ren or something like that, anyway. That's what I said. Unless, unless the thing that is calling Rey is her grandfather, Palpatine, calling her to the Death Star to turn her. Yeah, and that, I, would, I would way rather have that. <laughs> I'd rather have Evil Ray. That would be an interesting turn of it like uh, patriage, patronage. I don't know what the word is. I'm too many beers in, but yeah, that would be an in- interesting turn for sure. Indeed. I don't know, man. I I'm just freaking stoked to go forward from here. When they release the non-teaser and actual trailer, this is going to continue to fuel the fire. And we'll have to have another discussion 100%. on it for sure because yep. I I love this type of talk, Agreed. man. The just the ideas and the rampant Who doesn't love wild the speculation. Star Wars, you know? I mean, 100%. Well, okay. I I was going to say this is why we play the game, but I have plenty of friends that play this game and have never even seen Star Wars. That's so True. For those of That's us that true. are big Star Wars fans, this is why we got into this game. I play the game because, because a, I like Star Wars. I don't, I don't yes, like Star exactly. Wars because I play the game. A hundred percent, yep. It's, well, it's funny because there's plenty of people that have been treated that way, and I love to get them into the movies because of this yep. game. It's like, this is what you've been missing, my friend. This is what you've been missing. But I don't know. I, I, I don't know that there's that much more that we have to say about the trailer, but... Man, I can't wait to get into it more. Um, we'll definitely have to have you back on here, Micro, because it's been Anytime, super fun. Man. Say the word. Indeed. So I'm super stoked for what we have to come. I really hope we get a Mandalorian trailer soon. That'd be awesome. I'm, I'm more excited for that because than I am the completion of the saga. Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac plays Poe, doesn't he? No? Who's Oscar Isaac? Is that who I'm thinking yeah, I of? Think so. Who plays I, the Mandalorian? Oh, uh, I just know him as the Viper. I, I can't remember his name. Um, That's, yeah, he is the Viper. Um, oh! Uh, it's right on the tip of my tongue. I can, uh, cannot spit it out. Um, uh, Pedro yes. Pascal. Yes. Yeah, I wouldn't have got if that. you watch, if you watch, if you've seen the latest season, uh, or no, the first two seasons of, um, God, why can't I admit, remember it now? The Cartel Show on Netflix. I have no idea what you're talking about. Cartel Show. Yeah, what the fuck is it called? Es- the one with Escobar. Yeah. Oh I no, know. I know what you're talking. I've seen it, recommended, show? but I don't. I don't watch like mobster films, you know. But I know what you're talking about. No idea what you're talking about, but um. All right, hold on. Give me two seconds. I'm still going. Narcos. All right, yeah. all uh, right. Narcos. Narcos. If you watch the first two seasons of Narcos, you know how awesome Pedro Pascal is. The fact that he is going to play the lead character in The Mandalorian gets me hyped because Pedro Pascal is an amazing actor. I'm really stoked the fact that they pulled him in to be the Mandalorian. Give me that trailer, and then we'll have a whole nother topic to talk about at the end of the podcast, because next time that show's going to be awesome. Yeah, for sure. All right. So, you guys all have right, anything well, else? I think that's it for us. 
I think that's it. You got anything else, Darth Micro? If you are not aware at this point, after <laughs> three, three hours. hours and 11 minutes, go check out Darth Micro's YouTube, Darth Micro Transaction. Search it on YouTube. It'll be the first thing that pops Follow up. Follow me on so YouTube, it's a gear Instagram, Twitter, Patreon, Indiegogo, GoFundMe, Audible.com. Hit my Amazon referral link. Uh... Snapchat, uh, get me on Grinder. <laughs> what am I missing here? <laughs> Grinder. Um, what's that uh, dating website? Tinder. Oh, oh uh, or Bumble. One. Tinder. Find go. Okay, Cupid. Uh, find Darth like microtransaction. <laughs> <on Tinder>. <laughs> <laughs> microtransaction is not a name you want to use on Tinder. Just to be clear, just. Keep that in your keep that in your <laughs> mind. Tinder, which is hilarious. Because so yeah. short story, I uh, I met her. All right, well, I'm ready. I uh, I I got uh, like a ex girlfriend relationship that was like a bad relationship, and I was like didn't want to date for like a year. My friend's like, you got a date? Like, come on. So he made me download Tinder, and the first person like I so I was like first person I saw was my wife, and I'm like, oh, she's cute. So I swipe right, and instantly matched. We talked. Same day we hung out, and I got married six months later. <laughs> So wow. clearly the one hey, and only man, the one and only. Very nice. That's right. There he goes. Awesome, man. Well, I, everyone else that's out there listening, we appreciate you hanging out with us this long. Uh, it's been fun talking Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes as well as Star Wars in general. We will talk about all this kind of stuff uh, going forward as more of this news drops. And uh, we appreciate you hanging out. If anyone else, anyone else to say... Say it now or forever hold you. Indeed. All right. Thanks, guys. We will catch you next week. Later.